mind, body, spirit. The martial arts are a way of life. Attack Life, Not Others is an insight into that life with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. Dr. Jared Spencer back in studio with us again. Hello, Jared. Hello. For those that haven't heard him join us before, you have to check out those episodes we've talked about. How to control anxiety and the importance of sleep. He deals with athletes specifically, but everything he talks about can be applied to life in general as we try to do with what we talk about coming from a martial arts background. Uh, He's a sports psychologist and author of the book, Mind of the Athlete, Clearer Mind, Better Performance. Yeah, and this I'd I'd like to lead this one because this is one of my favorite topics, which is, they all are, by the way, but this one's uh, very important to me, um, which is visualization. How you visualize yourself, how you visualize your day. And as a martial artist, I visualize my classes. I spend 45 minutes prior to class closing my eyes and seeing the whole class, running it through not from a meditative point of view, but visualizing what I want to do. Um, The other thing I do is when I visualize, I have my practice in the morning where I read scripture, I pray. And I visualize not myself, but I visualize um, my day, my creator, and my reason for my purpose of being here. And that is important to me. That's part of my maintenance program. I find it to be extremely helpful for me. And I just wanted to ask you, when you think of the word, concentrate on the word visualization and preparing athletes and other people and yourself included. How does that work for you? How do you apply that? Yeah, I think about that uh, the great verse where there's no vision, the people perish. And so we've got to think ahead. We've got to imagine and create in our mind scenarios. It's kind of fascinating how Life will often unfold the way we think. If we think we're going to play poorly tonight, we probably will. And if if we think we're going to play well, we probably will as well. So when I think about visualization, I often think about uh, the traditional model of closing my eyes and going inside of myself and imagining the scenarios ahead. What do I want to happen? What could happen negatively? How I might handle the tough times and how I might see the joy and the victory. Mm. And so playing out in my mind's eye with my eyes closed is often the way that I traditionally think of visualization, although it's so much more than just that. Right, right, yeah. Again, you deal with athletes specifically. Mm -hmm. But what about the average person that, you know, they're not involved in sports. How can they use visualization just to take on the day to have a better day? Well, I'm a little bit biased, but I actually think that the arts are really, really, really important. And visualization is really a skill of the artist. And that could be applied to everybody. So for example, if we put a piece of paper in the front of the three of us, we say, okay, like, let's go ahead and draw something. Well, we have to first see it in our mind's eye. We've got to be creative. We've got to think about it. And then we've got to put that idea into paper and we've got to manifest it. And so some of the best athletes are really artists Mm. and they actually practice art as a way of visualizing the future. I was going to ask you if you have them do that. Absolutely. So these elite level athletes, top of their game, they're creative in that way with art. For example, the greatest wrestler of all time is a gentleman named Kale Sanderson. He's the coach at Penn State University. He won four national titles and went undefeated through college. It's the second greatest athletic achievement of all sports of all time. And in Sports Illustrated, they showed that Kale's major in college was art. And what did he draw pictures of? Wrestling. Yeah. 
So he would visualize where the person's foot was going to be, where their hand position or where his angles. So the more you actually have to stop and think about that and, and put that concept to paper, it's going to prepare your mind. Here's why. Your mind is always looking for a point of reference. And if you don't have that point of reference, it just is searching for something. Yeah. Grab onto. But we can't tell what's real and what's really imagined very often in life. And so if you've imagined a lot of these scenarios and created those mental pictures in your head, when the moment actually arises, it's like, oh yeah, there it is. I have a point of reference and my body will respond a millisecond faster. Right. Hmm. Sometimes for me, it's an individual task. Uh, preparing for martial arts class. And I can see what you were saying. I see the footwork. I see the faces. I see the hands. Yes. Um, I hear the music. I hear everything. It's like, uh, to me, it's poetry in motion. There's not a lot of imperfection in visualization. There isn't any bruises. Nobody gets hit. It's just perfect. And in my visualization for the day, it's a shared experience. It's not just me. I never felt I was here alone. So I share my visualization with my God and my creator through prayer. They always say that people who pray have a better sense of control of their emotions and have a better grip on life, a better sense of control. And when I think of prayer, I think of visualization, but not an individual, but a shared relationship of cause and effect and purpose. So you take it for, for my experience. Yeah, for what it's worth, I subscribe to it as well. I can share with you this morning, as I do every day. I get down on my knees, I pray as well, and I visualize through the day. And I talk to God about what's happened. I prayed for you guys and, and meeting with you guys today that somehow something I would say would be beneficial to you and to the people that listen to this. And that as I go through the entire day in the communication with God, what ends up happening is it, one, lowers my own anxiety. I feel yeah. better. And I also think through, I visualize the day. Well, what's really going to happen today? What could unfold here? See, that's just amazing to me to hear somebody of your level, of your expertise saying that you actually did that. Because the way I see it, when I think of you, I could throw, hey, Jared, talk about peanut butter and jelly. And yeah. you could somehow make it profound. To me, that's right. the way you come across and the way I feel. But even you, at the level you're at, you're saying that before we did this, you prayed and you visualized saying something profound and meaningful. Oh, absolutely. I mean, literally, there's a prayer spot in my bedroom. I get on my knees and I don't leave the bedroom every day, any day without getting down there because it's humbling. It is And humbling. it starts with gratitude. Mm -hmm. And so the act of prayer and gratitude really helps. And then as I think through the day, as I visualize through the day, it really helps me to gain a greater clarity, experience less anxiety, less worry. And there's a feeling after one visualizes, after one prays, that there's um, reassurance, there's yeah. focus, there's, there's a map. drive, there's a map. You literally visualized it, and now you're hopefully executing or as close as possible to it's that Really map. well said. And you know, it's funny because you, you talk about that in the general public openly like this, and all of a sudden, oh, yeah, what are you talking about? I don't want to hear this, you know, but... But, you know, if more people would pray before rather than after the fact, which is always recognized then, right. if there's a mass shooting, That's true. oh, we're going to pray. If there's a tornado or a hurricane, let's pray for the victims. But how about thinking about let's go before rather than after? It seems to be accepted afterwards. But before, you get talking about it, man, people don't want to, hey, I know, you know I'm, I'm here, you know, I'm on my own. Well, no, I don't think so. Well, you're right on base, Tim, with this, that we live in a world that's often reactive, not proactive. 
But the nature of the path that you've chosen and others like you is that you're trying to be proactive. Mm. And visualization is just another great example, as is prayer, that if we can be proactive with this, we are giving ourselves a map. And life is a lot easier with a map. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Kind of find our way. Well said. Dr. Jared Spencer, thank you so much. My pleasure. Check out his book. It's Mind of the Athlete, Clearer Mind, Better Performance. There's a link on the show notes to this episode. Appreciate you being here. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hooverkarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. Steve Mittman social media.com.